I guess I was the only fool to pay theater money. I have not paid theater money. You actually went to see it in a theater? Wow. I just, you know, for some reason, I convinced myself, oh, everyone's saying it's bad. Everyone's saying Jared Leto is an issue. Maybe this time will be different. I had just seen No Way Home. I was riding high on the superhero. Like, oh, they've, you know, they're still good. They're still locking it in. Maybe this one, you know, it's not technically Marvel, it's Sony, but maybe this one will be different. Mm, so apparently Morbius yeah. will be available Foolish. on Netflix at some point. And then yeah, it will be available is... to Disney+. Plus. Frankly, I would be embarrassed to have it on my Netflix watch list. Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. We are the Pop Culture Podcast Talking about all things pop culture. Um, I'm Alan. And I'm Patrick. And even though it's a uh, week or so or a couple no. weeks too late, uh, I like to think of this as our Mother's Day episode because you can't spell multiverse mm. of madness without mom. That's not bad. Yeah. Although making this movie the Mother's Day movie is something I actually want to talk about yeah. in some detail. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's there's a lot to uh, talk about regarding mothers or a mother in particular in the uh, film. Yeah, a, a, oh, yeah, a kind of mother one one might say. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. certainly she cares about her kids, whether they exist yeah, or she not. Cares about other well, people's kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Technically. Yes, she's a. Con- yeah. 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 So if you haven't figured it out, interesting plot. We're, we're talking Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness today. Well, you did say multiverse of madness. I did. So. That's why I said if you couldn't figure it out, but, you know. I guess maybe somebody wasn't paying attention. Yeah, a lot of a lot of M yeah, a well. lot of M things coming out from Marvel. We've had Moon Knight, multiverse of madness. We've got Ms. Marvel. Yeah. A lot of M's. Hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I have alliteration. I oh, that's some true. Some of us love alliteration. That's right. I'm so assuming that's Alan. It's a good. That thing. might be one of the things Alan liked about this movie. Might be the alliteration. You know, I didn't have that on the list, but it would be near the top, mm. actually. You, you had a list of things you liked? No, okay, not I really. Say, I, I was making that up okay. because it I, just felt I, like... Is that just because you didn't make one or I, you just don't have anything that you liked? No, no. I I think there's some things we could talk about liking. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my notes. I've only got a couple of pages of notes, so I don't quite know where <laughs> we're going to go today. Well, let me let me ask you this question. All right. In terms of so, and then I had a question to kick off with you. So go. So, question. thinking about you know, kind of the multiverse of madness, would you describe it as yes. a multiverse of madness or madness? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. It actually it mirrors my first question for you, oh. which we kind of raised in the intro. If Rich is going to use it or not, mm-hmm. but I potentially you know, will. Every time we talk about superhero movies, yes. Well, for the last couple of years, I've been talking about how we were in peak superhero mm-hmm. and now we're post peak superhero. Only a couple of years you've been saying that. Does this that? movie serve? I feel like. When do you think I started? I, I'm trying to I feel to like you've been saying that since the beginning. No, I well, think we, we started when it was we were at least a little bit before Infinity War. Mm, Maybe like it, gosh, now with, I'm with really, the sequels. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 might have been. Because you really did not. That's I'm true. The sequels. When, yeah, when the yeah, sequels started happening, I think is when. When when was Guardians 2? I don't remember. 
Gosh, it was a while ago, Google wasn't Googles. it? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I got the I got the computer up here. Let me see. Guardians of the Galaxy. I would have 2017. to. Twenty seventeen. Wow, Ooh, that's five years. That long ago. Yeah. I did. I yeah. I was not. I was not a big fan of that movie. I, I don't know if I said post peak superhero then. I'm but. just going to assume you did because you say it all the time. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't well, that it, one. It was like Thor two. You know, maybe Iron Man two. I don't remember saying it for Thor 2. Iron Man 2 is like the third film in the MCU. If that was when he said we're past both. Is it really that? Superhero then. then Was was... it really that early on? Yeah, it was. See, there was was Iron Man and then there was Hulk and then there was Iron Man 2. Oh, And then you got Cap, Thor, and Avengers. (laughs) So. Right. I I don't think I would have been saying post-peak then, right? No, no. I thought Iron Man 2 came out much later. Yeah. I feel like the show, when we started the podcast, I would always talk about how this was peak superhero and what Patrick had always been born for. Well, I don't know. That's what but I've at been some point born it's for. Shifted. It's what I've been waiting for. Well, like a Spartan. I you mean, were, you were to, bred to, for the, the superhero To reduce peak. my well, life to just... have been training for this whole life. I don't know if it, tra- yeah. training isn't quite the right word. I mean, it's not like a... Ro- it's like the Hulk oh, in the... No. The, oh, you trained there's for not this like a, It's not like a Rocky montage. It's like the Hulk in the Infinity Gauntlet, you know? Like you know what? It would be the greatest Rocky montage ever if it were just you. Reading comics. It's like a little kid. <laughs> a shot of me reading yeah, comics. Like reading comic books. Oh, no, no. It's not a shot of... Going it, to the comic book shop. It starts with a shot of me as a little kid, and then I gradually age over the course of the montage. Which you don't yeah. do. You're just reading comics. So, you're not, oh, no, 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 no. I'm reading well, comics. I'm inventorying the comics. I'm updating prices on comics. Right. I'm creating tallies of how many times each member of the Avengers have appeared in the series. Uh, well, did you did you, did you you wear, like, superhero underoos when you were a kid? No, never had underoos. We've had this conversation before about underoos. Okay, so you never had... Okay, so I'm just trying to think, of, like, how else you might have been training. Well, what about lunchboxes? Oh, I did have the, uh, what is it, some of the Mego figures. Oh, there you go. Good. Lunchboxes were oh. a big deal back then. Uh, yeah, and what about, like, superhero figures, right? You must have had some of those. Oh, yeah, the action figures, uh, yeah. Not really as a kid. I had mainly Star Wars when I was a kid in terms of action figures. I mean, oh, I have God. I have action figures now. Wait. Oh, yeah, you've got a whole... Well, no, the, we're what aware. The, what are the, head, aware the big head things called? Funko Pops? Um, Funko Pops, yeah. Big yes. head things. Yeah. Big head I, things. I, I was, was going to call them bobbleheads, yeah. but I knew that was wrong. So, getting back to the question I, I asked. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But I don't mind the idea of you starting as like a six-year-old with a comic book, mm-hmm. and then just using special effects to age yes, you that's in what the I'm same saying. place. Yeah. That's reading a comic book. That bad. So, just more and more makeup. Is, is this movie more evidence that we are in the post-peak superhero era? Um, I would say no. Really? Oh, I would say yes. Okay. I would say yes, I would, assuredly. I said probably in my notes. Make the case for this being something that's going to revive the superhero genre. Well, I don't think it's necessarily going to revive the superhero genre. Um, but I thought it was a. I thought I, I thought it was a, a perfectly good film. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I don't really listen really? to yourself. Yeah, perfectly Just good. listen yeah. to yourself. Well, it was it was perfectly yeah, good. It was a good. That film. does not I enjoyed sound. It. Yeah. No, you said it was perfectly yeah, perf- good. What? That doesn't perfectly and good are both perfectly good. good. Yeah, but when you put them together, it's like it was perfectly good. Yeah. It sounds. Yeah. It sounds. If you told me like I had done quibbling. something perfectly good, I would exactly. be disappointed. It would be nice if it, you actually. It's hard to disappoint. We're, we're still waiting for you to achieve perfectly good. You know, we'll we'll. I mean, exactly. 
which is a low exactly. bar. Like even your even your joke, Patrick, suggests that that your language perfectly good is like, yeah, it was it was it was perfectly good. I here's what I think. I think it is a really a I think it is competently a, made movie. I think it is a really good Doctor Strange sequel. The problem is that every, okay. everyone went into it expecting it to be the next big MCU tentpole thing, and it's not really. It's a Doctor Strange film, so yeah. Oh no, the, that's, uh, the, I mean the that's, trailer almost kind of lied to us too. Well, but I, that's that's one of the things that I liked about it. I liked that it wasn't what you expected going in. Yeah, like that. That I thought was a was a strength. Yeah, I mean, it, and in it, fact, it, one it, of the fair or foul I brought was Kevin Smith. Oh, in his review of Doctor Strange Two was not the movie I thought it was going to be. Yeah, there was a lot of that. I think that's the problem. Is like everyone's like, "Ooh, Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man is going to be in it. Ooh, this is going to introduce the X Men. Yeah. Ooh, the Doctor, the the What If Doctor Strange is going to be like everyone kind of had all of these expectations for it, and and it didn't really do yeah. any of those things. And I'm like, I feel I feel like some of the yeah tepid reaction I mean, that other people have had towards things. the film are largely because it didn't do the things they thought it was going to do as opposed to anything yeah, the film itself but did. I would like to say that's not where my critique is coming from. I wasn't like really enthusiastic about a Tom Cruise Iron Man. No, no, no I know that's not. I'm, I'm, talking, about, I'm, talking, about yeah. I'm talking about kind of the critiques right. you've seen in general, yeah. not your not your critique in general. Yeah. Or specifically. Yeah, right. for me it's for me, like it was a very competently made movie. Yeah. Um, the special effects were fine. Um, it was, it was, it was. I would say, perfectly enjoyable. Although there were a couple of moments I laughed where I don't think I was supposed to laugh. <laughs> where? What were those? Like, there were a couple of moments that were like Ghost Ridery to me. Oh well, that's that's Sam um, Raimi. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get kind of those Raimi touches that are a little bit Ghost Ridery. Yeah, and. I liked Ghost Rider better because Ghost Rider kind of was like, this is what we're doing from front to end. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like Multiverse of Madness was doing that from front to end. So um, I laughed out loud when Doctor Strange got thrown into the piano and the sheet music got thrown up in the air. Ah. <laughs> and he turned <laughs> and the whole, sheet like, music. And battle. Right, right. And then like, you know, the... the um, the guy he's battling like creates a staff to mm -hmm. to catch the music notes. I just thought I thought it was an effort to do something different with a fight scene. And I found myself, I you know, I just I laughed out loud at that. And I don't think I was supposed to laugh at that. Well, here's one of the things yeah. that's interesting about no. that, because I read an article where apparently yeah. Rainey and I think it's Danny Elfman that did the music for the film. They had would make sense. they had a whole bunch of different ideas of the kind of music that they would use in that scene, and ultimately yeah. Kevin Kevin Feige basically said no, do Beethoven versus Bach. Um, and and, yeah. I, and I think in, and some of what you're talking about, Alan, I think speaks to this is that there are <laughs> moments where you know there's moments where you can kind of see Sam Raimi being Sam Raimi. But I had a feeling right. in the yes, film that that, that Raimi, because Raimi would do a film that's kind of like Ghost Rider from the get-go. And I felt like there were moments right. where he was being kind of pulled back from some of that. That may be true. And I think... That may be that, true. That, and I, so, you know, I think the music scene like, is one. Like, I, I was like, I didn't laugh at it, but there was part of me that was like, oh, I see what they're going for there. It just didn't feel as cool to me as I think it was meant to. 
largely because the music yeah. choices didn't really work for me. And I, th- I think there's a point where you kind of see, see that that Feige as the, you know, having the kind of the main creative voice at this point of the MCU, I, I think he might have pulled things back and watered things down a little bit. Maybe, but I would go further. I think that the problem for me was less the music choice. Like, I don't care. Beethoven versus Bach. I don't know. Is that better than like East Coast versus West Coast? I don't know. But um, I think in the context of the movie, that it sometimes is trying to kind of deal with some pretty heavy trauma. Hmm. Yeah. And what it means. It was just like it felt, again, like Hmm. Ghost Rider, it was kind of consistent from front to end. Like, it was a very jarring kind of move, and I couldn't tell whether it was meant to be jarring or whether it was like that kind of tussling behind the scenes you're talking about. But yeah. within the context of the movie, I just felt like it didn't work. The other time was when Doctor Strange in the one universe gets thrown out the window and he lands on the fence spike. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that's the and then same the third Do- eye that's, pops that's open. the same universe in Doctor Strange as as the piano. But fight. there you go. Right. Yeah. It's like all in the, it's all. Like when the the eye popped open, I think you were supposed to gasp. But again, but, I yeah, laughed, I and I felt like because again, it's, I don't think they were like going a sort for of humor. Schlocky horror thing, yeah. Right, exactly, schlocky, and God knows I love schlocky. Yeah. But there was this this inconsistency across the movie that makes it hard for me to reach like the perfectly good as you define perfectly good stage, and leaves it more at the perfectly good or perfectly fine stage for me. Yeah, well, I, and I think I yeah, think we're making like the same point, because I think yeah. Raimi does have kind of that uh. very schlocky horror sensibility. And again, it right. popped up in moments, but there are also ways where it, it felt to me like it was kind of muted a little bit, and I think that's... I I agree. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know yeah, if, it would so, if he would have been able to go full Raimi the whole time, or if it should have been more muted the whole time. I feel like mm. if Marvel wants to to get past post peak superhero, they're going to have to trust directors yeah. to do something different. Because the reason why I think this is post peak superhero is because it feels kind of ordinary to me. Like it just yeah, we we've it doesn't, sort of seen this it doesn't story stand before out in all the other movies, right? And it doesn't stand out to me in any way. And to me, that's the post peak sloth. Like it's I'm not saying this is like you know, going down the the steep Wondagore mountain in terms of decline. But it's just, I'm not sure it's distinctive and good enough to keep the momentum moving like it was five years ago. Well, and I think we've talked about that before with Eternals, that there is kind of this way of, Mm -hmm. you know, I I would have liked to have seen Sam Raimi be given a you know be given kind of the same free reign that say uh, uh, Waititi or James Gunn get on their franchises, um, right? But I, yeah, I feel I you know we I think we talked about this with Eternals that there there's a way in which that you know the MCU has become such a juggernaut and part of that is right you know kind of the films appealing to as large and broad an audience as possible, which I think particularly in in the post-Endgame um, era means that they're, they're getting yeah. a little bit watered down into something very kind of safe, palatable, and, and generic. Yeah. And, or and or that, I should say there, there's, there a, was there's a, a danger to that. Yeah. 
There was a little bit of that in Doctor Strange, and I feel there's been a little bit of that. You know, it's they're at a a weird, and this is kind of the thesis. You're right that we've developed over the last several Marvel mm. discussions. Like, I I feel like if they're not going to trust Sam Raimi to be Raimi and make that film, like they did, you know, Waititi, right? Like yeah. like Thor has been transformed by letting him be himself mm-hmm. in making those movies, and I, it just Doctor Strange didn't feel like that to me, and I wonder. I wonder why. I mean, the first like Thor two was so bad. I understand why they would bring somebody in and be like, like you've got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And Guardians, when it launched, was it was a series only serious fans knew about. Nobody took them very seriously. So, is it that Doctor Strange is meant to kind of carry on that main thread that that leads to this kind of conservative storytelling? I'm not sure. Well, I think part of it too. What's going on there? I think but it's part of of what else sort of. I think might have been a, a obstacle for this film is that they had to completely rejigger it because originally this film was supposed to come out before No Way Home. And yeah. then it got moved, yeah. which led to a whole bunch of reshoots and kind of reworking the story. And I, and there are ways in which that, that um, you know, w- there are ways in which that I feel the plot, the plot feels smaller than maybe it originally was going to be and maybe feels a little bit stitched yeah. together at times from, because Raimi has said well, like the original, yeah. the original cut of the film was 40 minutes longer. Like they cut almost a third Ooh. of oh. the Good film God, out. And so I really kind of wonder like how much of this was because of COVID it got bumped to a different place in the schedule. And so I had to completely rejigger what it's, what its storyline was. And so I, I think there, I think that's another well, factor that kind it- of, as it sits, I would say that rearranging those two films would have made Doctor Strange make a little bit more sense, kind of building towards what the Spider-Man movie does. Yeah. Because yeah, it does feel it small in comparison, that. right? Yeah. Because yeah. Spider-Man is the big reveal. Yeah. And now it's like this, like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, I think but I think people it, thought it was supposed to be the you know, kick off to the whole, like, you know, MCU universe of, like, everything combined yeah, Well, and I think originally it, right it was supposed to be, yeah. and then yeah, absolutely. it got bumped. It's sort of like, what like what story what story do they have left to tell? Now, I think they told a, a good story in terms of, of um, you know, it being a Doctor Strange film. But I think, yeah, I think it got, yeah. I think it got a little bit, you know, uh, messed over by the shift in schedule. Um, yeah, of the no, film. I hear that. Because yeah, I, I mean, hear that. you look at you look at what this film does with the multiverse versus what No Way Home did. It's kind of, or yeah, No Way Home. It's kind of right. like yeah, the multiverse is not that crazy in here. It seems pretty straightforward. It's just jumping from universe to universe. Yeah, um, and it seems kind of like a watered down crossover in some ways when yeah. Spider Man was so much more ambitious. Yeah, I I, so, I, can, I can see that. So I did like that the movie started with a joke at Hawkeye's expense. I did not like that. You know, like why would you go to an archer or a bug themed hero? But but I thought it worked no. out well for Hawkeye. Very in the end, various right? bug themed. Clearly, various bug themed heroes. Right. There are a lot of bug heroes. It, <laughs> yeah. Numerous. It just right. Um, it but in the end, it was good for Hawkeye, right? Because Doctor Strange could not have done worse in going oh, he to Wanda. Anybody, yeah. Than going to to Hawkeye. Like I think Hawkeye would have done better, actually. So. Hawkeye would have helped. Hawkeye would have done better at what exactly? Right, exactly. 
trying to help. He oh, would okay. have tried to be helpful okay. in some he way. He would have been like, like, no, I'm the evil right. Hawk, you know, Hawkeye who's going right. to do something to right. control the multiverse. Right. Now, I mean, Wanda's fairly powerful. I'm not sure what Hawkeye could do, but he would have at least added moral support. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it yeah. does continue the theme that we saw from WandaVision, which is that Nobody really pays enough attention to Wanda and her trauma, and Wanda and the Avengers do not do a good job of helping Wanda in particular. Um, yes, with, no. with what she's going yes. through, they I, I, leave her by herself, yeah. and then shockingly, that ends badly. Yes, that, that sums up a lot yeah. of Wanda. So, and that might be a good transition because one of the things that was kind of a twist, right, was that the Scarlet Witch was the big bad mm-hmm. in the movie. And I liked that because it saved us from like the what felt like too easy a cop out mm-hmm. at the end of the Disney Plus show. Yeah. Like oh, wait, the, like the, she's just fine now. She's like moved right. on. And of. she's, you know, she's got apple trees and she's moved on and there's been no yeah. no kind of justice brought to her. And there's been like Patrick said, and, and it's one of the big problems with the Marvel Universe. There's no consideration of trauma. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I find interesting really, is because right? like, one of the yeah. trauma is a, a lot of people have complained exactly. about Wanda's exactly. arc in Multiverse of Madness and how it sort of ruins, you know, what you know, it doesn't make any sense regarding the end of WandaVision. A lot of people are like, oh, they they completely I trash the character. Can't believe. But when you go, I can't believe anybody said. Oh, there's that. a lot of people saying that. That's crazy. But when you go back to WandaVision, crazy. I mean, think, you know, I've been thinking about this. You know, she created Westview. Out of the trauma of losing vision. And at the end of WandaVision, she loses vision again and her two kids. And you got to think, how is that not going to cause her, particularly when everyone leaves her alone again, you know, how is that going to cause her to have a, a, you know, profound reaction? And then you get the fact that the other thing I remember is that when Wanda casts the spell on Agatha that kind of leaves her trapped as... um, uh, yep. Agnes, oh, yeah. like Agatha says, you can't be that cruel, and Wanda does it anyway. Yeah, and so there is kind of I, there right. is kind of a way in which that the there's a logic to the Wanda we end up with in Multiverse of Madness that I think does follow a certain logic from WandaVision. That that like you said, Alan, she's never really paid no, for I, what she does, and so she just yeah. keeps she's never, doing it. She's never coped with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she's never coped with it. And I, I think your critique of the Avengers is a really important one there. They've yeah. obviously let her just kind of wander off. Yeah. And, I mean, number one, it's that's being a terrible friend, right? Yeah. They should be there for her yeah. in this moment but of trauma. And number terrible, two, like kind of superhero, so just like a terrible superhero. Power. And yeah. that was my point. Yeah. You know, like somebody of oh. that power, and you're letting them just kind of wander off in the world. Yeah. So I, th- I thought that was. I really appreciated that in the movie. I thought that was the most intellectually, emotionally interesting part of the movie. Are they letting her wander? that raises some issues. Are they letting her wander off, Alan? Or are they letting her wanda off? Wander off? Or Uh, wanda. Yeah, Yeah, I got it. In the intro? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. So. So. I do have. That being said, you began. Oh, no, please go ahead. I, I, I want to talk a little bit more about Wanda. But I, well, I want to talk Wanda as well. Um, cause, uh, okay. Um, Wanda talk. Because one of the other things that I found really interesting about what this film does with Wanda is that between yeah. this, 
between WandaVision, between is that it almost struck me that the MCU just got done doing their own version of the Dark Phoenix arc. Oh, that's an interesting idea. I hadn't thought that about it's, that. It's it's uh, basically the same, like, you know, Superwoman, you know, a woman that has certain abilities, you know, gets them ramped up to, you know, yep. cosmic kind of levels. like uh, abilities, and, yeah. and then they, they run yeah. out of control with her until she realizes how she's gone too far and has to kill herself. It's it's Dark Phoenix Saga. Kill it, destroys herself. Yeah, it is. And that's, huh. it's, it's an interesting um, idea. Yeah, like it, it, it's definitely... It's definitely there, and of course, whenever you give a woman that much power, right, it's going to go bad. Well, and Wanda kills Xavier. Yes, that's true. Or oh, she kills an that's Xavier. A, that's yes. a nice point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. well yes. A well, I have, I have a, I have a theory right. about that whole because because the other thing about it being the Dark Phoenix saga, um, yeah, as well as other things in the film, is a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe they've done that to Wanda. They've killed her. You know, they've destroyed her character and whatnot. Yeah. They've already set up a way that you can bring a completely redeemed Wanda back. Oh, through the multiverse. Absolutely. No, not the multiverse. Well, yeah. For all of the characters. That, that, not, no, not the multiverse. So you know, it's what, her sacrifice at the end of the film? Well, that, well, number one, it's just that we don't see a body at the end of the film. Um, right. But, you know. Well, I assume they didn't want to say They've already got the, you know, they've already got the whole dark hole, dark, dark hold element running around. They name check. Right. Uh, they name check Cathan uh, at one point, which is the demon that possessed Wanda back in Avengers one eighty five to one eighty seven. Like it would be very no, easy. We all to remember do, those. Of it would course. be very easy yeah, to do the same uh, thing that they did to bring classic. Jean Grey back, which was reveal that no, that wasn't Wanda. That was in this case Cathan in a Wanda suit. Because one of the things that that. Oh, I find really so interesting is that when, would be, that the owl one, when Xavier yeah. talks, that would be awful. When Xavier talks awful. to, because yeah. when Xavier talks to the Wanda that's buried under all that rubble in the the mindscape or whatever, yeah. we're supposed to assume that that's the Wanda from the eight three eight universe. But one of the things Correct. I found interesting is that she's buried under a bunch of rubble that includes WandaVision. Like there's a TV screen playing WandaVision there. That would have no connection to her. So you could very easily say that's not the 838 Wanda that he was talking mm. to. That's the actual that's a, Wanda that's... that the Darkhold and Cathan has has corrupted and replaced. No, that's a, that's a really good sleuthing. But I have a question for Rich now. Yes. Rich, in that classic arc, do you think 185, 186, or 187 was the best issue? Like, do you have a favorite uh, in that, that classic Avengers arc? I feel arc? like the... I'm always a sucker for like the beginning of an arc where like kind of starts setting mm. everything up. You know, it yeah. always feels like you've got more potential and hope in the beginning of arc, whether they're good or bad. So I'm always ah, a sucker for the beginning. It. Like, you know, Lord of the Rings yeah. and whatever. Like, I'm always a sucker for the beginning when they're like setting out for the adventure and whatnot. So you're a big 185 guy then, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Just, I was just curious. The beginning always has more potential to me than the ending. Right. Right. And then the middle just feels like it's carrying water. Nine times out of ten, the, the middle is just like, yeah. oh, we need to explain all the stuff so the ending makes sense. Yeah. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just, just filler like almost. Doing that story work. Yeah. So I think we yeah. both agree that 186 is kind of like the low point of that Cathan arc. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I'm yeah. not saying it's, it's terrible, fine, but it's, per- right. it's perfectly good. It, that's, I, I, you took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. 186 is perfectly good, but 185 and 187 transcendent. 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you guys enjoying yourselves? <laughs> Quite a lot, okay. actually. I'm just, I'm just letting you roll. You're, you're clearly having a good time, so I'm just going to sit back here and relax. You let, you let me know when, uh, you know, you've exhausted yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was some Dave Wenzel art, right? Uh, it was yeah. actually John Byrne. Of course not. Of course not. Dave Wenzel was only on very briefly. It's the only thing I've ever stumped Patrick on regarding the <laughs> Avengers. So. so I would hold on to that, too. So going back to Wanda. Yes. The movie's the movie's not very good for moms, right? Despite your dedication to Mother's Day mm -hmm. at the beginning. Like it's it's I think it's problematic and, you know, um, worrisome in the way that it it presents moms when my when wanda yeah. says i'm not a monster i'm a mother and then proceeds to do what she does it associates a whole bunch of things with mothers and mothering that i would not necessarily associate with them yeah no it's it's like, definitely it almost makes you wonder like if wanda had a from what we see they seem to have good parents but it almost makes you wonder like do they not have good parents like yeah like there's there's like and her again, idea I, of a mother is something like that. I get trauma, but she says that directly, right? Like what I'm doing yeah. is not being a monster, it's being a mother. And I'm like, I I think that Sam Raimi and I might have different definitions of mother <laughs> and motherhood. Well, to be fair, yeah. I don't think Sam Raimi means us to take Wanda at her word there. Like we're clearly meant to see her as a, you know, she is the monster but, that she denies being. But you're right that that Wanda storyline plays into any number of problematic tropes regarding mothers and women in general. I mean, you know, there's the fact that, right. I mean, so, just the sheer I fact mean, that Wanda is... goes completely off the deep end just because she can't be a mother because her kids are figments of her imagination Ex is, is playing into those That's ideas. That's one of, of the points I was going to go for. Of children Absolutely. as what, you know, children and motherhood as, as what define women. And, you know, when, and the, when, and when the a way woman in which, can't be a mother, yeah. like, she loses her purpose and, in this case, goes nuts and almost destroys the multiverse. Right, yeah. like madness and destruction. And, yeah. yeah, so I all of that that you just said is, is where I wanted to go with this, is that in that way, I mean, maybe, you know, Raimi doesn't, I don't think Raimi actually is like, well, this is what motherhood means, like, yeah. you have to destroy the multiverse. But... Wanda's idea, you know, I don't think the film, like it's, it. what makes Wanda interesting is that kind of complexity in her, and yet it gets flattened with this motherhood stuff. And can I ask you a, a comic book question? You know, like a... Um, well, I don't know, like because a, you, just spent like five, you just spent like five minutes with oh, Rich you're mocking right. my comic book knowledge, so please, yes, let's... You're right, I should ask... No, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll ask, I'll I, ask I, Rich yeah, the I question then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll ask Rich instead. Um... If Wanda really wants kids, like the ones mm -hmm. she had in WandaVision, which she yeah. had created on her own, uh huh, couldn't she just create those kids again? Uh, Why does she need like to steal the someone else's solution? Because she didn't even, again, in that case, the kids. She didn't even take over someone else's kids. Like you said, she brought them in from nothingness. Right, like it was fully so she created for life. So at and any she's... point, she could do that. One could argue. That yes. seconds after WandaVision, she could be driving home and have her two kids in the back seat. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. the only reason she lost the kids was simply because, according to Agatha, like she made the spell wrong, essentially, and that the kids can't leave 
You know, she just she did she didn't like right. check off a point so, <clears throat> when she made the kid, so they can't leave Westview or whatever. Just like the way she's taken this hellscape of a land where she lives and turned it into a beautiful apple orchard. She could have well, her kids I, I there. I also with don't her. know why she it's lives very, in the hellscape. Well, but I think part of that. Yeah, I think it, part of the answer to your question, Alan, is that strange. she doesn't want a Tommy and Billy that exist only because of her power. She wants a Tommy and Billy. But that every are real. Tommy and Billy exist only because of a power. No, 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 no. That's the point. All the other Tommy and Billys no, it are real. It seems like they do exist for real. All the other. But that's a weird thing too. She has no husband. Yeah. What did they come from? They don't from? answer that in the film, but they're clearly not figments of that I, Wanda's imagination. They don't appear to be figments of that Wanda's imagination. Well, they are, as Wanda said. We don't know that for sure. No, Wanda says yeah. that well, in every other that world in the multiverse, she saw. the children exist. It's this one where the children don't exist and only exist because of her power. That's that's why she well, wants them. She doesn't want kids that are figments. She wants kids that are real. They could exist in other universes as as creations of her power too, though. I, I yeah. don't know. But like, I think the I think, it's a, like, I think that's what the film a, is. A, that's a, the distinction the film is drawing is that in all the other you know multiverses, Tommy and yeah, Billy are not I, I, figments of Wanda's power. They are I children guess. that she gave birth. But you to. know what? Yeah, but, but you know so, what is, the movie but they're not shows her that. kids then, right? I don't. Yeah. No, yeah. they're not her kids. I, that's why she's. That's why what she's part of what what she's doing is wrong. Right, but but I don't. She could kidnap any two kids then, yes, and and make them hers. She could like have. She kid, doesn't. She, she doesn't have to do. She could have kidnapped the shadow walking. She doesn't have to use the dark. Hole. She could have she kidnapped a Tommy to and Billy who that. don't have a Wanda. Right, like again, she, if we're talking you know, about she could have done the assign- she, Yeah, she could have gone to an adoption agency and adopted mm-hmm. two kids. Yeah, but then she wouldn't. I don't know. But then just, she wouldn't have Tommy and Billy. Like she wants Tommy and Billy. Yeah, but even. But even as Patrick said, that you could go to any other universe where, if it's an infinite number of universes, there was a universe where she died after having the kids. Those kids are now essentially having a mother. She can be the hero and walk in and help them, and she wins. No, like there's so many better solutions that she could have adopted. Oh yeah, but again, she's a she's an emotional woman, so she's going to do these Mm. you know crazy destructive things. I don't know. I just that that whole arc. As much as I appreciated them trying to deal with Wanda's trauma, I just felt like they didn't handle it very yeah, well. Yeah, no, they they well because I felt like they didn't really deal with the trauma. They dealt with one specific aspect of it and like trying yeah. to wrap the trauma around yeah. that. Like her trauma to a point. Well, yes, it's about her kids. A lot of her trauma, even before meeting the Avengers, was because of all the stuff that happened before she met them, like and then Vision and whatnot. So like the kids right. is like yeah. the last bit, but for whatever reason, yeah. that's all they chose to deal with. So I do have another comic book question for you, Patrick. Oh, okay is we're kind of talking about sexism. Wizards and witches are different things. Like they don't practice the same. Like, wasn't there a comment somewhere in the movie? About uh, how, witches like, versus sorcerers. Witches do Sorcery things. versus witchcraft was the okay. decision. That oh, feels that sexist. Was... Am I wrong? What was that? It feels sexist. Am I wrong? Assuming that all, well, but I mean, not all of the sorcerers are male. We see at least that, you know, there's the one, there's a bunch of female sorcerers. There's the one that sacrifices herself. What about witches? Are there male witches? Um, not in, I don't think we see any in the film. I think that, ah, gosh, I'm forgetting which one is, which one is, which one of Tommy and Billy. Billy is the one that is, um, the one that has magic powers in the comics. Though. And in the comics, I think he does refer to himself more in terms of witchcraft than sorcery. 
but that's interesting. Is he? Can I? Is he gender queer in the comics? Yes. Well, that's hmm. that's even more problematic, then, isn't it? How so? Women and gay people or gay men can be witches. Uh, but just like, are there any are straight male witches? I'm just. Well, I'm just, I think I'm just I curious. think straight male witch would be a warlock, technically. <sighs> okay. I mean, right. in fantasy tropes, the witches and warlocks was just like the 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 waiter slash waitress terms. Like they both did witchcraft, yeah. they just had different names. Okay. But right. in Marvel, like they never really established where the magic comes from. Like a sorcerer, like Doctor Strange has magic. It seems just. Yeah. From whatever he just trained. Well, in and it. I mean, it just I mean, the Doctor Strange film, magic. the Sorcerer call, Supreme, the ancient one, was was also female presenting. True, I'm thinking more on the witch side now, but like like yeah. Hollywood, when they give out awards, they just give them to actors now, right? Not actors yeah. and actresses. It just feels like the magical world could update its its lingo mm. for a more contemporary kind of equality. But you know, I should quit complaining. Let's talk about the Illuminati. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was a weird thing. Is the Illuminati it, a comic yes, thing? The, it is. But not those characters, at least not all of those characters. Right. Well, uh, right, different universes, the, obviously. The Illuminati from the conspiracy yeah, theory, no, they, so they call the themselves the Illuminati, but they're not They're not that Illuminati in the comics. They just... Okay, it seems to They just call themselves out, that... Like, of all the names to choose... They just call themselves that because they are... I mean, this was something revealed very, you know, not too long ago, that, that they basically a group of... Um, kind of Marvel characters were revealed to kind of have been kind of meeting together and and working together in secret to sort of guide things. So, but in a way, so they are then a bad job they are they are kind of like the Illuminati in the, in, in that, a sense, yeah, in the conspiracy theory kind of way, right? Like that they are behind the yeah, str- the scenes, kind of pulling the strings. Well, except they're and, they're not a conspiracy theory because they were actually doing that. Well, well yes, I mean, then, you're, you, you're claiming that Rich's Illuminati aren't real in this correct. world, right? I mean, in this sense, yeah. I mean, you probably don't believe in Bigfoot Ultron. either. I, assume. I do not. So, Anyways, you said you right, had a comic yeah, book question for me. Oh no, I just want to talk about the Illuminati because they they here were a bunch of characters, well, at least a couple that people have been talking about wanting to see. Yes. On the big screen, mm-hmm. and then it, at least one that people definitely did. I, I've not heard anybody say they wanted to see on the big screen. I'm assuming you're talking but about he was there uh, Blackagar Boltagon. Yeah, Black Bolt. I don't think has. I do like that they had the I mean, same guy. There's... I do like that they had the same guy play him from the TV show. No, that was well, it. Was nice. Well. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I did um, enjoy that. Well, yeah. Given how how people thought about the show and the way he goes out. Um, yeah, it, it was it was fitting. But so people have been talking about John Krasinski, right? Yes, as Mister Fantastic mm. for years. Well, not so not not just Krasinski. You get to see Krasinski and Emily Blunt as as Invisible Woman. Well, true, uh, I mean, yeah. but Invisible Woman Which, was not in it. So, no. but but they've but been talking could, about it wasn't Krasinski as a wife, so she could yeah. right as Mister Fantastic all this time, like. Was it all that you had hoped it would be? Like, did it live up to your expectations? Does he look like Mister Fantastic? Could you see him, you know, at, at, at the center of a of a Marvel and MCU film? Like, what was your take on Krasinski as Mister Fantastic? I thought he was perfectly good. 
Mm. Oh no! Is it, wait, is that <laughs> your perfectly good? Like pretty good, or was is it like Rich is kind of a damn? I mean, with he was. Friends. I mean, he was. I mean, good. he's basically he's basically a glorified cameo. There's not really you know a lot Agreed. there. Yeah, um, nobody really has the screen time, maybe except for Xavier, but he's already established yeah. himself. Yeah, so I mean, it was right. it was a nice little it, it you know it was a a slightly longer than normal Marvel Easter egg. I mean, it does raise the question of you know it's a pretty long Easter egg because yeah. I mean if you think mm-hmm. about it, you know that the Captain Marvel of that world is not our Captain Marvel. <laughs> the Captain America Correct. of that world is not our Captain America. So it raises the question of if nobody else in this world except for Mordo, is our version, then does that mean Krasinski would be Reed Richards in the 616? It kind of makes sense, right? Because something it's like I think about it in terms of the Flash that we used to watch and talk about on this show. Like there are parallels, but differences, but some are closer in yeah. terms of paralleling and some are more different. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I don't know how to read it. He did, to me, he looks like a beardy Reed Richards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'll give him that. But I thought, you know, I agree with you in the it was a very kind of talky cameo, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, he, you only get these so, powers once uh, and then, then he gets and then he gets, you know, spaghetti. So yeah. it's not it's not the, <laughs> you know, it's not the best showing for Reed Richards, the smartest man in the planet, because they're all like, oh, we can handle Wanda. And then Wanda just wrecks. Yeah. Them. And I don't know why I don't know why they think that like it's kind of annoying when it's like, oh, we can handle you, Wanda. It's like. What do you know tells you that that? Can well, happen? they're not really listening to Doctor Strange, and 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 if you know, if their Wanda is basically doesn't have you know, if their Wanda never encountered the Mind Stone and never got souped up from that, then she's basically just got telekinetic powers because that's what Wanda had at so the beginning. It's a reasonable. So it may just be that they're yeah, that that, that they may be like, oh, you know, we know Wanda. She doesn't have you know, she doesn't have. All these crazy powers, Scarlet Witch powers, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, right. That which reminds me of another another kind of question or plot hole that I have about the film. Yay! Well, holes. because we see yeah. we see that in the eight three eight, they point out that that Doctor Strange of their world defeated Thanos by dream walking and whatnot. Yes, or helped defeat Thanos because I guess they were implied that like. They gave him that statue more as like a thank you than actual. He was the only one yeah. who defeated him. But doesn't well, that mean hiding? But, but what what wrong? Back right? in yeah. you know back in Endgame, like Doctor Strange told our Infinity War. Doctor Strange saw us, told us our Doctor Strange said there was only one yes. way to defeat Thanos, and it was it was what he did. It was giving him the Time Stone. But doesn't well, this imply there was at least but, another way? Well, no, because. The eight three eight doc eight three eight Doctor Strange did had the help of different characters. Mm. The our Doctor Strange, well, me, our Doctor Strange had a crap ton of characters Titan. helping him too. But, 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 but what I'm saying is though he didn't have Black Bolt. He didn't have like, like hypothetically our Doctor Strange was on Titan looking to the future and said, with what we have right now, mm. this is the only way it works. Wait, was. Was he looking? Was he looking across all the multiverse when he was looking for solutions? Well, he, he, he looked at the some at number of million of possibilities. I don't know. It just seems right. Know. But they could have they could have all been just in his universe. Like that's mm. what I'm saying. He could have seen the possibility of Doctor Strange with uh, Wee Richards and Black Bolt and Captain Marvel and Captain Carter. But he's like, well, we don't have those people here, so that's not useful for us. 
You know what well, I mean? he might not have even seen that as a possible solution. Well, right? see, because that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one of my questions Because that's one of my because when the film yeah. first started and you get that scene with um, Doctor West from the previous film at the wedding, and you know he right. sort of brings up with Stephen, you know, was that the only way that that people could have been saved? I thought the film was going to reveal right. that no, Doctor Strange did see other ways that Thanos could be defeated. Uh, what he did was the only yeah. one where he gets to survive. Like all the other options were required, like the eight three eight required Doctor Strange to die. Because they yeah. seem to be setting up this whole like I mean, Doctor, you know, there that that there was something about like what Doctor Strange did that was wrong, and then and then you know that that's not the direction that the film ultimately goes in. Which would have been kind of cool, especially yeah. when he ran into his, you know, sort of evil version of himself, yeah. you know, right. to have this kind of like, hey, you're not that good either, but this is what you could become kind of deal. But yeah, they but never Rich, really dealt with that. But we did get a really good fight with musical notes and staffs, so I well, don't think you should complain too much. <clears throat> we had a fight. Yeah. So um, any thoughts on Black Bolt, Patrick? Has he appeared here any better than, you know, he uh, was on the Hulu Oh, he was, yeah, he was definitely better. Um. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he is it because his head exploded? Is that what made him better? <laughs> I'm not sure what made him. He didn't really do much, which is probably better at this point because you know the the yeah. the black bolt in the it was, special yeah. was or series was just it was terrible. So, um, it was a tough way to go uh, so out. What is for his? Him, what is his right? power specifically? He talks really loud. So it just he just can like basically make like really loud. Well, sound he can't waves he like can't talk things. without making loud sound waves. That's why he remains silent all the time. Right. And even even the slightest whisper he makes could devastate things. So he has to be. Completely it really felt like he must he, have. Yeah, just you barely whispered. Like a, when he, a, yeah, you think he'd wear like a mask or something, so in case he stubbed his toe or something. Oh, that's a good point. Like you get up at like, night to get a drink or something, and you, you well in the comics that's in the comics he does. What happens when he sneezes? Well, in the comics that's how he right. discovered what his abilities were. Is that he lost control, and for the first time his powers kicked in, and that's what ended up killing his parents. And then he still yeah. didn't wear like like Cyclops has like the the thing on his eyes so that nope, you know the nope, beam he just, is he's just got a well, maybe yeah, there's nothing it's to, all self control. Maybe there's nothing to yeah. Maybe there's nothing that can contain it. But I well, guess Dwight can. So Dwight Schrute is. Oh, that's a good point. Why didn't he just go out the front through his through his skin? Mm. I didn't well, even like thought about nose. that. Right, like sound it doesn't still come projected. out. It just should have been because a... sound doesn't come out your nose. Well, I think but it I'm does saying, a little bit. <laughs> it, it's weird that it bounces off of his skin. His skin is indestructible by his right. power. It goes out the back of well, his, his head. Well, his skin isn't necessarily indestructible. Here, he just projects it. it away from him. I. Guess that's how mm. sound I mean, that's works? how it works in, in that, you know, yeah. it, it's projected away from him. <laughs> so it's probably not right. a, it's well, not anyway, a moment to really... think about much. Very violent yes. scene that whole thing. It section. is, yes. It's one, yeah. Well, it, it was a, it, it was a moment where it, Marvel looked a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. For example, I was really happy to see Captain Carter. Yeah. On the screen. Yeah. And I would, I would love a Captain Carter movie, but I guess given how it ends for her, that's, unlikely to be coming yeah yeah i mean they could do was, they could do an was, animated one well yeah i guess so i mean I just, I, obviously you can imply that there's other versions of captain carter and all oh, these yeah. characters, all characters because the multiverse right. of course 
Of course. And again, I think that's what we all kind of hoped is that you have, again, kind of like the what if thing where that at some point all mm. those universes get plucked people out from there to fight in something. I say there is there is oh, a rumor that a live action Captain Carter series is being developed. I think it would be excellent. I would be I would be in for that. <laughs> is it a prequel before she knows that she's I don't know. Die? I just literally googled <laughs> Captain Carter series and I'm looking at, at headlines. So it's probably well, on a, a different planet or universe anyway, Rich. So yeah, again, that's only that's sort of the hope is that if you if you got attached any of these characters like Reed Richards or Captain Carter, they're not gone. Right. This is just sort of a almost a what if scenario. Well, Captain them. Carter is in the exactly. sense that we're not going to have Captain Carter in the six one six because she's dead. Right, but with multiverse, you could get a Captain Carter from any universe and you bring could. Him but anywhere. I'm just saying so that that point it doesn't that matter. The Reed Richards can be in the six one six because we haven't seen him yet. But right. we've seen we've seen Peggy. She's her her six one six story is, is done. That's true. Right. Though to, hypothetically, you can imply that she could also go back in time or something like Steve did. Yeah, but they don't have well, to this, do this is the time stone anymore. This is the I problem again. with where Marvel is, though. Like the stakes don't feel as high. Like Black Bolt, like they all die. All the Illuminati die, but like not really, right? Yeah. And so the stakes feel lessened. How'd you it, feel it, about sort of um, like, Rambo, um, Patrick? War. Right. Oh, I was happy. Patrick, how do you feel about Rambo's appearance? I, I, I yeah. was happy to see her. You know, I okay. like I like Maria. And how about? I mean, it's it's a how about Professor It's a X? weird group of Illuminati. Like it's that the A three eight is a weird yeah no it's Illuminati true. group. Oh, I'm always happy to see Professor X. Um, yeah, yeah, it's always kind of fun. You know, particularly, particularly given that he was apparently video. meant to be the the animated series version of Professor X. Yeah. Um. I yeah. enjoyed. I, I did enjoy that um, little reference. But yeah, I mean, Patrick Stewart is is um, he's Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Is, is Professor X is yeah. I I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of I do wish yeah. they had left that unspoiled by the trailers. Um, because both yeah. that and 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 yeah. in the final trailers that appeared like the week the film came out, they started showing the Captain Carter shield. I really wish they had left more of that yeah. under wraps. It would have, I think. Um had more of an effect. Another thing that I'm a little bit disappointed in, because I really do love um, a Geoforce Baron Mordo, but we didn't get the Baron Mordo from the 616 at all in this movie. And I, I really yeah. liked... I liked what they seemed to be setting him up for at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie, and, and all we basically get is, you know, Doctor Strange saying, oh, you know, yeah, he hates me and has tried to kill me many, many times. And I'm like... When would he have had time to do that? Like, there's not a lot of time between Doctor Strange and uh, that's a good point. Infinity War yeah. and Endgame. Like, and and we don't get to see any of it. Like, I, I was kind of disappointed that the the Mordo, yeah. the Mordo we see, we don't get we don't get to see the six one six Mordo in this film. So, I was a little disappointed. I, re I really yeah. liked that Mordo. Yeah. I almost kind of hoped that, like, when they saw him the first time, it would have turned out that Mordo also found a way to like like our six one six. Had found a way to like travel the multiverse as well, and like that's why he was there, yeah. or yeah. something. That would have been like a nice reveal. Like again, like that's the kind of another common enemy they could fight and bouncing to the yeah. multiverse. I, I will say that the film I thought did better with uh, Christine Palmer's character than the first film. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah. I mean, she's around more, sure. Yeah. Well. I mean, she was basically just the the former girlfriend in the previous film. At least in this, she had you know a little more agency. I mean, she was kind of like the yeah. former wife though in this one, wasn't she? Or was she... 
Or was she... No, no she married we, someone else at the beginning of the film. No, 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 but the, the, the other version of her, uh, where Doctor Strange had died. Uh, no, I feel like, doesn't she say they didn't Yeah, I think, they, they, I think they just, it's the same thing we see, is that the relationship just never works out. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I thought they meant they play the guy divorced. No, I just them. think they never got together. Oh. Never got together in any kind yeah, of hard hard long-term, say. committed way. Uh, okay. Uh, what about uh, America Chavez? We haven't talked about her. One of my favorite parts of the movie, I think. Mm. Yeah. She was because kinda, it I felt get... it felt new, and I I felt like oftentimes when they introduce new characters, it feels very offhanded. Mm. But she felt like integrated and okay. important. You didn't care for her? Oh no, no, I I I, I thought she was fine. I mean, it's not really her oh, film. Really another fine. fine. Well, it's not really her yeah. film, so we don't really get right. to know, you know, a lot about I mean, her. I thought the like actor did did well playing her. Um. Yeah. yeah, I think that's my biggest disappointment yeah. was that it wasn't more of her. In the, I was really hoping that there was going to be a sequence where she was just taking Doctor Strange through the multiverse and kind of being, the, you know, a guy. No, there was that. I mean, they do travel through a whole thing. bunch of them in that one sequence. But, like, it's, a, yeah, it's right. that's what I'm saying, though. It's a split second. There's nothing yeah. that you, you don't get to look at them. You don't get to experience them. You, you, know, don't, you don't get, get like, it's like a tour. Yeah, but then, yeah. But then if yeah. you do that, there are people that are just going to complain about the movie being a series of Easter eggs. I, again, if it had been a well, movie that was a set that up, would like, be a very big, legitimate complaint. You think so? So, yeah. I'm so tired of Easter eggs. I know, but yet you're also complaining about Doctor Strange not having more Easter eggs. Did I? You just said you would have liked the tour of the multiverse better. Well, Rich said there should have been a tour and of you the agreed. multiverse. Oh well. Th- but that doesn't mean Easter eggs, does what it? What else would the yeah, tour? We would be fun to see other worlds. Like, 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 things oh, don't have here, to be oh, Easter eggs. Wait, they because have a very Easter egg. Yeah. In Patrick's view, it has to be Easter eggs. You well, have to imagine something It's not in my view. It's, it's, in, it's in the MCU. It would absolutely be Easter eggs. It's not my view. It's just the nature of I mean, the MCU at this point. It would be Easter eggs. I mean, I will agree with Patrick. If they did do a thing like that, it would just be a number of Easter eggs. Like Bruce Campbell being a hot dog seller or something. I don't know. Like, I could... Well, that was... Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a little too insider. No, I mean, Raimi I just, think, I mean, Raimi puts I don't know, like, I'd like the, yeah. I know. I, no, I get it. Like, that's that's the insidery joke. Um, hmm. I, I, I could hang around the paint universe. I don't think, like, the paint universe probably has a ton of Easter eggs in it. Hmm. But I just like, like to hang out in the paint been, universe yeah. for a while. It also would have been interesting to see, again, variants of characters. You know, again, like Doctor Strange, you know, him meeting his evil mm. self. Or his or paint like, self. You know, seeing... Yeah, but just but just seeing characters with different aspects of it, like you know, Doctor Strange that's super humble or something, I think would have been or kind just, of neat. Like just the food, like just yeah, take me on just, a just a the tour, location, like a know? yeah, an Anthony Bourdain like kind you, of like you want, tour the multi yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, better understand unknown, multiverse unknown you know, yeah. is what you want. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, universe is yeah. unknown. It'd be it'd be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beautiful. again, just because some of them, again, it's a very kind of Doctor Strange thing to have, like, this sort of almost acid trip of, like, you know, visuals happen at one point, you know, where it's like you're becoming cubes or your paint right. or all that, and then it's over in a second. Were the were the effects any better this time for you, Patrick? On Doctor Strange 1, you were profoundly let down yeah, by I the, like, I, I like the, the effects, effects as I recall. Okay, good. Yeah, I was not, I was not as, I mean, again, it seemed like Raimi was doing things other than just kind of inceptioning. Um. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
Uh, I think I think that's a fair. So yeah, I did. I I did. I thought this. I I again. I would I would say this film is a better Doctor Strange film than Doctor Strange. Or I or I like this film more than the original Doctor Strange. I would say they were equally Doctor Strangey. I would say for me, and I realize this is going to be you know, for Alan, this will be damning the film with faint praise. I put this film oh, no, along kind of the same for me in in terms of like where it fits in the MCU. Um, I would probably put it yeah. somewhere around you know Age of Ultron, which for me means something very different than it does for Alan. Oof. Yeah, though so, I would kind yeah. of agree that like while it's there's a lot of neat aspects to it, I don't think it was particularly great. So I kind of Age of Ultron or like yeah, maybe a little bit above Age of Ultron. Yep, I think it's. I, I think it's a. It a it's a really good Doctor Strange film. Age of Ultron. It is not I, I, the next would, big thing in the MCU. Yeah. That's an interesting even way as a to Doctor think Strange it. film. Like I would much rather watch the first Doctor Strange because it had a bit. At least it kind of. It felt like it flowed better. I thought this flowed. I, hmm, I, I see a lot of people complaining about the writing. I'm like, I don't see anything wrong with the writing in this film. Yeah, it's a little hectic, a little helter skelter for me. But I like you the idea that it's a very good Doctor the film Strange called movie. Multiverse of a... Madness is a little helter skelter for you. But yeah. there wasn't to me. There wasn't enough Multiverse so, of Madness. You only went to one other or two other multiverses. Right. It's just it's a pretty good Doctor Strange film, and it's a fine MCU film. Yeah, that seems like a, a fitting epitaph for this movie. See, I would say it's. Like, it's see, like I would say too, it's a like, good Doctor Strange film and a fine MCU film. So we're getting closer then, I feel like. I feel, yes, it's just, it's just, yeah. in, we're just differ on intonation, really. Right. I, and yeah. I think fine is, again, suggesting that I, I fear that peak superhero has passed. Yeah, but I don't. Actually, I don't fear it. If they can't offer something better, I'm ready to go watch different movies. Yeah, you know, and I've also, I've had Morbius in this movie, and I've definitely... Okay, you can't you feeling, can't judge uh, the MCU by Morbius. That's just not, that's just oh, not I, fair. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, that feeling of past peak superhero is definitely, yeah. like, yeah. setting in now of watching those yeah. two back-to-back. Yeah. I know it's, it's not a malaise. fair. I know it's not MCU, mm-hmm. but, like, it's still very mm-hmm. much that feeling. I also want to watch anything not superhero. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just, there's just a malaise that's set yeah. in. You know, like we're living in the Carter years right now oh. is the problem. So we're in the era <laughs> of stagflation is what you're saying. No, yeah. yeah. The, I think that like is not, also a pretty the, good the way to explain this. Yeah. For like neat points and going all the way with them. You know, so the question is, will Ronald Reagan be your saver, savior, Patrick, or oh. will he That's not, good. not come? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've the next thing we've got you is, into a corner uh, now. I think Thor's the next film, isn't it? But that one looks nice. I kind of, I'm interested. Uh, for Thor, that. I think Thor I think we've, has a chance. We've got Thor, and we've got uh, the Ms. Marvel series. Are, are what's coming up next? I think Ms. Marvel first. Mm. But the Jane Ms. Foster Marvel, Thor yeah. looks looks great, and She Hulk didn't look terrible to me. Oh, really? So She Hulk looked oh, neat. I do not. I yeah. thought the CGI oh. looked really not good. Uh, the people did complain about the CGI. That's yeah. True. The CGI looks you know, kind of I don't know. cartoony. Oh, I'm 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 assuming yeah. that that is early CGI and it's gonna be it's gonna be fixed. But yeah, it was because they, they it was they, not they good. They have the other Hulk in there, so it would be weird for them to be like, we're gonna skimp on the CGI now of all times. Yeah. Well, but it's Disney Plus, right? Where they've kind of 
they did the one Moon Knight oh, that was completely that dark. Was a good point. Yeah, right? I, I, I really, I do like the idea of kind of a, a it's almost kind of a, a sitcom, like yeah, plot. Right. You know, the 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 She Hulk attorney at law. Like I I like that, but yeah, the the CGI and and the way it just looked really dodgy in some shots. I'm just like, oh, I really hope that's not that's not indicative of the final well, product. So. We'll see. the The truth is, we live in a post peak superhero. Well, world, really, yeah. We I mean, just everything's just trying do. to live up to Hawkeye at this point. So it's really hard once they achieved uh, uh, the greatness uh, that was yes. the Hawkeye yeah. series. Yeah. I mean, everything is is you know sort of downhill from there. <laughs> By definition, yeah. if it's not Hawkeye, it can't be better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Hawkeye is definitively you know in in some universes, Rich. That is in fact true. Man, in some universes, all they know is Hawkeye. Oh yeah, can you imagine? Well, in all multiverses, Hawkeye people. is the best hero. Like that's just that's just a given. And in those universes, mm. they're dead. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, hey, well it's important yes. to note that in the six one six, the Avengers only lost when they didn't have Hawkeye with them. No, that's yeah. one universe out of an infinite. Yeah, number. but it's the only one that's really lost small... with Hawkeye. But just Such a small data set. How much that I better think the, the Illuminati would have done against Wanda if they had, you know, really that universe's version of Wanda. <laughs> who shoots arrows. Yeah. 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 Well, this seems like a, a decent place to end because there's no yeah. way we're ever going to agree on Hawkeye. I mean, if we're just flat honest. Well, with there's each other. there's nothing really. In one to, universe, there is a, there's there, not really anything. There is at least one universe where we all agree on Hawkeye. What was that, Rich? I said there's at least one universe where we all agree on Hawkeye. Which one is that? I don't know. No one's found yeah. it yet. Oh, yeah. Now, there <laughs> might be one where we all agree on Hawkeye, but I feel I feel it unlikely. But that's okay. You know, it's the uh, the Hawkeye disagreements that make the world go round. Well, but it's also the thing Think that... Think about it, Patrick. There's, it, a Hawk, there's a universe where you don't like Hawkeye. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. more like but America one Chavez in that there's the only universes. one of me in the entire multiverse. No, I'd like to think there's there's one of you on every planet, but they're all exactly the same on Hawkeye. That'd be fine. Yeah, I could I could, I could deal with that. Living very different lives, but they all love Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that there was a a multiverse version of myself that actually you know wrote the Hawkeye. Don't Disney say Plus it. Series. Don't. Oh, right. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> where you were Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I, Wait, like, that you, that I like that you still commit I, to the idea that you're not Hawkeye. I'm not Hawkeye. You're just right, still just, watching just writing Hawkeye. Oh yeah. Listen, there have to be some <laughs> I don't want to be Captain America. There have to be no, there no, have to be at least some universal exactly. constants. Exactly. 